Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Tasty Tuesday. Tuesday. It's the worst day of the week. But there's so much happening today, Casey. We got drizzle outside, by the way. It's been it's been drizzling like all night. Yeah. You came in, you're like, it's so cold outside. I'm in a sweater and pants. <laughs> and suddenly it hit me that it probably won't be hot again. I don't know why, but I don't mind it. I don't mind, and normally I do. I'm a hot, I'm a hot weather guy. I like summer, but for whatever reason, today is hitting me in the in the right spot. This is fine. It's not gonna hit so nicely yeah. next week when the low is 42. That's true. You know, you know. <laughs> once we go sub 50, I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but today is a big day because. The iPhone 15 will be announced and released. You're such a tech a tech nerd. I think I'm more so a tech nerd now because my contract is up for my phone, so I'm due oh, for so an you're upgrade. <laughs> He's on the hunt. Yeah, and I've, I've I think I've been on the 12 for the last like three years now, so I'm I'm excited for some new technology. And nobody's talking about this yet, but the Powerball's at 550 million. So, if anyone's gonna talk about it, you can count. Just telling you I'm the first. I am telling you I am the first. Uh, Jason Aldean tickets at 7.30. We're going to play a little dramatic reading for Jason Aldean tickets. He's playing on Friday night at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And then we've also got a four-pack of tickets to Songs for Soldiers on Friday night as well. So choose your poison. Uh, We'll do that with the big three. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out. Be safe out there. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Hank Williams Jr. got married in Alabama over the weekend. There you go. The country legend reveals that he and his, well, previous girlfriend, Brandy, tied the knot in front of family and friends on Saturday and very little is known about Brandy. So, I mean, like, we don't know her last name. She 26? No. <laughs> Not Chris Evans? No, I have no... I tried to look it up. I don't know what her age is. She's gorgeous, but I definitely want to say she's above age 50, which is... I think Hank is 75. She's kind of throwing me uh, Miranda Lambert vibes a little bit. A little bit. bit. Yeah. I think that as Miranda Lambert ages, this is exactly what she'll be giving. Yeah. So, um, also remember that the Williams family has had a lot of hardships over like the last decade whenever one of Hank's daughters died in a car accident and then just last year his wife and the mother of his children she passed away super unexpectedly it was a crazy scary like liposuction accident yeah it was yeah that was weird it was it was wild but it's about time for this family to have you know some exciting news about a new beginning and and announcing the news he also shared that they actually got engaged on Mother's Day. So they've been engaged for a second, but, you know, felt no need to wait any longer. And a statement was put out on Hank's social media accounts, which we can, you know, tell he does not run them. But it said, Hank and Brandy were married on September 9th in Banks, Alabama, in front of their family and friends. A reception followed. They got engaged earlier this year, and the bride and groom have known each other and been friends since 2003. I'm going to start running my Instagram account like that. In third person. Today, Remy went here. <laughs> Today is Remy's 10th anniversary. I also have numbers here. He's 74. She's 43. Okay. Bigger age difference than expected, but. But it's Hollywood. At that point. It's country music. Whatever. Right. It is what it is. Um, and I do think it's important for them to make note of them saying like, okay, they've known each other. They've been friends since 2003 because 
um, of his wife having passed away not very long ago at all. I think it's important to say that, you know, this isn't just some fleeting person. They've known each other. She probably knew his wife, Mary, before she passed, and it's like a respectful situation. Um, Either way, congrats to them. All the articles and pictures and things are on our Facebook page. Remy and Casey. All right, this is an unofficial contest. Who's got the oldest phone? Can you text us? Wow. Can you prove it to Is your phone capable of texting? 314-699-4766. Wow. I can't imagine a phone that's just not sending texts. I'm telling you that there is a there's a faction of people in the world that have like the iPhone 6 or 7. And the only reason they don't have the 4 or 5 is because it's just not supported anymore. Mm-hmm. And they are so proud of that six. Yeah, my parents were like this for a long time. They like they're now kind of they upgrade a little bit more often, but for the longest time they had like the little square iPhone yeah. and they loved it. Or like, my dad had a flip phone until I was like 21 years old. Grabbing somebody's number, they pull it out and it's like everybody just I haven't seen this in years. Yeah. It still exists. You know, we've all got these I've got a 12 Pro whatever and it's you know, the size of a mini iPad. And I'll also say, isn't it interesting (laughs) how, I guess like we have our eyes on our phones so often that when someone else puts their phone in your face or you're looking at one, you're not thinking, oh, this one must be 12 years old. But something about the size and the (laughs) pixelation, you're looking at it and you're like, a fossil. Yeah. Like the thickness. old. You got to brush that off every time you get it out. Well, the new iPhone 15 is set to announce today. Uh, So at noon, I believe that's the time Apple has their big keynote and they're come out with all the new products and everybody's very much anticipating this new 15 that's coming out. And I feel like it's usually dads of the world, you know what I mean, that have these older phones. Totally. 54% of us are currently using at least one device that's so old we consider it to be out of date. I don't know if I am that person, but... You're definitely not. You're a tech person for sure. Like the Apple Summit thing happens and I hear about it because Remy tells me. Yeah. I have a Mac from 2015 that still works at my house. I think that's the oldest bit of like technology I'm still using. That's a relic. That is a relic. (laughs) It's crazy how fast technology moves these days. Yeah. So the fact that you have something from, you know, 15 is... And it's still working. They didn't like... It's wild. The battery didn't deplete on I'm waiting on, on the... I really got to back up those files. <laughs> All right. Unofficial contest. Let us know how old your phone is. 314-699-4766. I already have an iPhone 6S here on the text line. So... A 6. <laughs> a 6. Yes. <laughs> Let us know. Again, that's right, an unofficial contest right now. Who's got the oldest phone? Now that the iPhone 15 is coming out today, it's crazy to think that uh, it was just several years ago at this point that the iPhone was released in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from the 314, not sure how, but my dad still has a functioning flip phone. Mm. I don't know the brand, but he's had it forever. He said he just wants the phone to make calls and nothing else. And there's kind of a beauty to that. There is a beauty to that. (laughs) Absolutely. Can you Um, imagine just being available by, like, you would have to call the person? Yeah. 
You can't text them. You can't DM them. You're not sending them an email. They're only answering that one way if they choose to pick up the phone. Attach that to a wall and you got a house phone. Love Look it. at that. <laughs> uh, we got a message from the 636, the Samsung Galaxy S9, which I looked up is from 2018. So not super, super old, but in technology, it's pretty old. Uh, we did get that 6S and I looked it up. The iPhone 6S was released in 2015. Mm. Again, it doesn't seem as jarring as I thought it was going to be. Right. Because you think, so that's a six. In my head, the iPhone really started coming out in like 2006. So it's wild that by 2015, they were only on a six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the 314, coworkers literally still operates a flip phone. Flip phone, no apps, no internet, strictly calls and texts. Uh, when she needs a pic, uh, picture done, we have to do it and send it to her work email. Talk I about a relic. Of, I kind of love this specifically, like if you're going to work or school and you know, you're not somebody who wants the distraction, like yeah. that's a perfect way to cut off all ties with distractions. Yeah. Let us know your, uh, your relic technology that you have on the text line. 314-699-4766. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Cardinals looked good early in the game last night, but ended up losing to the Orioles 11-5. Lots of hugs for formal, former Cardinal Jack Flaherty, who was traded just before the deadline about a month ago to the Orioles. So in case you're wondering, he's currently 1-2 with a 7.16 ERA, so not the, the best. You keep saying Orioles, and I just hear Oreos. Oreos. I'll take some of those right now. Man, double stuff. Dang, let's what go. What a better mascot. Sorry, no <laughs> offense, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, cards, Oreos again tonight. First pitch at 535. Uh, despite an Aaron Rodgers injury, the New York Jets pulled off some kind of miracle last night against the Bills. They went into overtime, tied at 16. Rookie Xander Gibson pulled through with a walk-off punt return. You don't hear about walk-offs in football too much, but... Jets head coach met with the media following the bill or following the win, and he said that Aaron Rodgers suffered an Achilles injury, and it's not good. Can you imagine losing Aaron Rodgers in Game One, Week One? Game One, after all that money you probably just spent on Ooh. him. But can you imagine being the? Here's what I'm saying, and I don't know who their backup is, but their backup steps in, yeah. completely kills it for the rest of the season, becomes the next Joe Burrow, the next hot thing, and it's all because Aaron Rodgers couldn't hang through game one. It's possible. That could be a crazy story. It's possible. All I'm saying is I was right once again when I said he should have retired when he had the chance. Yeah. That's the Kurt Warner story. You know, Warner, Warner did that thing, stepped in, boom. See? Hall of Famer. You know, that could happen. But we'll see. We'll see. Or it uh, could be a bad season for the Jets. You know, it always is. <laughs> it always is. Kadarius Tony, who deactivated his Twitter slash X account after a poor performance during the Chiefs week one loss against the Lions, broke his self-imposed ban shortly after the Giants 40 to nothing defeat on Sunday night football. He wanted everyone to know that he was aware of the results. Giants fans didn't take the jab well, calling out the irony of the whole situation. He's literally the reason the returning defending champions are 0-1. He dropped a bunch of passes mm. on Thursday. Can't like, yeah. Uh, he's not back for good, though, explaining that he had to address the game real quick before going on to Ghost again. There you go. He was gone from Twitter for a whole 48 hours and then came back. 
Get a life. I love when I love when celebrities deactivate their accounts like that means something. Something huge is about to happen, and then yeah. they just come back. I'm going away. I'll be back in two days. (laughs) Need some space. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to check out any of the stories we talked about, they're on the Facebook page. Search 92.3 WIL. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. So one couple just tied the knot in Las Vegas recently, and they were shocked by the surprise of a lifetime as one person decided to crash it. And it was Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. The two were getting married, getting hitched at the little white wedding chapel when mid-ceremony, which, you know, could not be, it could not have been very long, like minutes in probably, a guitar holding Ed Sheeran and a little choir, a little like four or five backup singers behind him burst through the church doors and began to play music for the bride and groom. Beautiful. His song, uh, I think it's Magic or Magical. You should see the look on these couples' faces. A, they turn around kind of annoyed, like, who is bursting into our wedding ceremony right now? This is super (laughs) extra special if you can't tell. But then to see that it's Ed Sheeran and that he's not even saying, hello, how are you? I'm Ed. But he just walks in and starts playing. And there's four or five strangers behind him just singing along, bopping, doing a little two back, one, two back and forth. First, how do we feel about the short dress? Love the short dress for a Vegas wedding. Yeah. I think that's what you got to do. Second, I feel like he's been doing this a lot lately where he shows up at a Starbucks or he shows up at, you know, Has hot he been dog. Doing this? Yeah, like a food truck where he'll start serving and then like, oh my God, Sharon gave me my flat white. So I was thinking about it and I was like, they, the, this couple had nothing to do with it. They just showed up and did their thing. Allegedly. You can get conspiracal. I love that word. If that's what you want to do. Yep. But... That's a lot of faith for Ed Sheeran to just burst into someone's wedding ceremony and assume, A, that they know who you are, and B, that they're into what's happening right now. Yeah. They're from, like, Ukraine or something. They have no idea. I don't know. Ed is, he's he's worldwide. He is worldwide. I'll give it to him. Yeah. All I'm saying is, could you imagine, Remy, if you were having a Vegas wedding, perhaps, and you were only 30 seconds in, and next thing you know, Brantley Gilbert walks in with a guitar. Playing a little slow song for you. And there's three guys behind him in buckle jeans with rhinestones on the back pockets. Like, mm. I gotta say, I'd, yeah. I'd honestly be a little scared. Like, what is happening? Why? So, yeah, that might feel a little more like a biker ah, gang than, ah, and then Ed Sheeran yeah. crew. <laughs> Wait, Brantley, what are you doing here? But you could totally see on their faces, they're thinking Ashton Kutcher's about to pop out. They are about to get punked. Uh, it was very last minute, they say, but they said that it was really awesome. It's a memory they'll cherish for a lifetime. Ed Sheeran, he stayed to watch them finish the ceremony. He took pictures with them and signed as their witness. Nice. How cool is that? That is very cool. That's Imagine very cool. you go to get married in Vegas thinking you're just eloping. Next thing you know, you're one guest at Sheeran. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, would you call yourself a good test taker? Um, I probably didn't study, but like I don't get anxious. So yeah. I'm in, I'm getting a good B. I'm getting a B. I always feel like it whenever it was like the big tests, like the ACT, things like that. That's when I was like heavy anxiety. But whenever it was yeah. like a regular test, I was I was okay. It was fine. Like I'm just whatever. trying to get out of here and go yeah. to lunch. Well, here's a back to school tip. 
for you, Casey, since you're going back to school. Mm, right. Instead of having your kids study extra hard to get good grades, just write the letter A on a piece of paper and make them stare at it for exactly one hour. This study comes out of Mizzou. <laughs> I this need, is what I they're need doing more. at Mizzou. I need more. They found that students who looked at the letter A before a test did better than kids who looked at the letter F. <laughs> oh my, like it's some power of manifestation that they were going to get an A. Some law of attraction. Shouldn't they be staring at their books for that hour? I would imagine. But I like this better. Less thought. What do you think about, do you think this could work in an adult world like before an, a big interview? What would you stare at for an hour? The word like hired. Oh, okay. I like that. This is very law of attraction. You know? Uh, on their sample test, the A group got an average score of 92.3, which is an A minus. The F group got an average of 78.5, which is about a C. That's a C plus ish. Did you have any test taking tactics? Cheat. Love it. <laughs> I'd like to I'm know kidding. how. Oh, okay. No, we had a math teacher, and I, I referenced this in my 20-year reunion speech. We had a math teacher who gave us two-day tests for whatever reason. He because they were th sounds like he needed to boost his own like well, some classroom scores. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a there, we got into you know when you're getting into like trigonometry and algebra and all those you know higher end things. Yeah. When you have to show your work, it takes some time to solve the problem. Totally. So we get 10 problems for a test. I'd solve the first one, write down the rest of them, solve them with my friends and mm -hmm. study hall and then bring all the work and all that back. And That is nice. Yeah. I wore like shorts or skirts on test days and my legs were just full of equations. <laughs> Which sounds, it could, could sound however you'd like to take wow. it, but that was that. What are you looking at, Mr. Jones? <laughs> Look away. <laughs> Look away. Uh, the researchers think it's because the exposure to the letter A made students subconsciously approach the task with the aim to succeed, while exposure to the letter F would make them just want to avoid failure. And other studies have shown that people do better when they're trying to succeed, when they're uh, when they're trying, than when they're trying not to fail. This does seem a little bit like a waste of an hour to me, but it, I guess it is very law of attraction manifestation esque. Yeah, we should start doing this with. Uh, Ratings like good ratings. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, start staring at those. Not put them on the wall. We'll just start staring at the Courtney show over here. <laughs> <laughs> we need some of those. You got any to spare? Remy and Casey. All right, all this week we've got Jason Aldean tickets for his show on Friday night at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We're gonna play dramatic readings where I read some random lyrics from a song. You identify the song, and you'll win those tickets. You'll go join us at Jason Aldean on Friday. Nice. It'll be a lot of fun. Cue the classical music. Got it. Your lyrics today. A little pretty thing. A little tan leg Georgia dream. She's rocking them holy jeans. Baby, what you got going on Saturday? 314 954 9230. If you think you know what it is... That was a good one. Go ahead and uh, give us a call. You won those Jason Aldean tickets. Good luck. 92.3, hello, who's this? Ashley. 
Ashley, we're playing dramatic readings for some Jason Aldean tickets. Your lyrics are this. A little pretty thing, a little tan leg, Georgia dream. She's rocking them holy jeans. Baby, what you got going on Saturday? What's the song? Keith Country. Try again, hurry. What's your name? Uh, Amy. Amy, what's the song? Uh, it's my kind of party. Let's go. Good job. Very nice. Congratulations. You're going to see Jason Aldean on Friday night. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three today. Devin in Shiloh is playing alongside Casey this morning. Go ahead and spin the wheel of games. Spin it. I think Devin hugged. Devin, you need to call back. Okay. Devin, call back. Or we're going to get somebody else. Okay, let's do it. To fill your shoes. All right, today, Casey, we're playing back in my day. I'll ask you questions or play clips that will get you all nostalgic feeling and you give me the answer and then you win. Okay, great. Okay. All right. One second as I get my audio prepared. Are you ready? I'm here. Here we go. Uh, question number one. Name this two-second TV show theme. Butterfly in the sky. That's a TV show theme song? That is a TV like show. Like for a kid's show? I'll give you that. Uh, Butterfly in the sky. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is that like Macy Gray Nickelodeon show, is it not? No? Man, it was a little before my time. Butterfly in the sky. Gosh. <sighs> oh, my God. People are yelling at the radios now. Or will, if it's not, I have no idea. I will also say that uh, they're probably singing the rest of the song, and this will probably be in their head for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know this one. Okay. I don't know this one. Let me pass it for now. Okay. Passing on that. Number two, name this top five hit from 1998 in reverse. You. I'm going with Leanne Rhymes. How okay. do I live? Leanne Rhymes. How do I live? All right. Number three is a question. This silicone accessory took the world by storm in 2004. Everyone was wearing one. It was originally sold as a fundraising item. And then Nike cut off the partnership in 2013 due to the face of this accessory having one of the biggest doping scandals in sports history. Name this accessory. Oh my gosh, that was so much. What year? 2004. That's when it started and it ended in 2013. An accessory? It was only in sports or people were just... It was everyone. Everyone was wearing these. Oh my gosh, people were doping? Well, no, the face of this accessory... Oh, person was. ...ended up in a giant doping. Mm, feels like Mark McGuire. Okay, here's the thing. Is Devin back? So my man Devin never called back, <laughs> but I do have some people on the phone. So I'm just going to go ahead and oh, grab one. Good. Hi, who's this? Are you there? What's your name? All right, next. Next. Hi, who's this? Me, <laughs> Barnett. What's up? Do you know this answer? I'm just going to go 
I don't. <laughs> Next. What's up? Who's this? I'm just going to go until someone gets it. <laughs> Do you know the answer? Am I? Am I? I've been home. Oh my gosh, go. I'm hanging up on all of them. Okay. All I right. don't know. Let's so, go back to the first one. Butterfly in the sky. Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> cluster this morning. Do you know what this song is? I'm gonna say people just don't know how to use their phones this morning. So oh my let's, <laughs> gosh, I really, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to. Why don't you guess how many you think you got right today? I think I only got one right today. What was the what is the accessory people would use for or they that that someone like Mark McGuire would wear if he was doping? <laughs> That's what you got from that. There was just so much involved. Uh, um, a choker. That's what I'm going a with. Choker. A choker. Um, I think I got one right today. Uh, did you? Casey. Casey. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is what happens when our listeners hang up. I'm telling you. Ah! All right. We'll go with the first Butterfly one. Butterfly in the sky. This is indeed. A reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Yeah, that was. What's that? Yeah, it, was a, that it was a little before your time. Reading rainbow on PBS. Uh, basically, uh, it was a, a whole show devoted to books and getting kids to read and things like that. It was actually a really good show. LeVar Burton hosted it. Question number two. You said Leanne Rhymes. And number three, the silicone accessory took the world by storm in 2004. Everybody was wearing them. They were for a fundraiser. It was the Live Strong bracelets. Oh, yes. Yeah. Even I had those, and you're right, the, the, the guy. The Everybody. Biker. Lance, Lance Armstrong. Yes. That was a good game. It just got off the rails. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. A new country baby has been born. Maddie of Maddie and Tay just had her first baby, and it is a boy. What up, what up? Maddie and Tay, so I think it was either in 2022 or 2021 when Tay had her first. So... And I think they're both around like 27, 28 years old. They like got married at the same time. Now they're having babies at the same time. They have this like awesome career that they've been doing since they were teenagers. So they really are kind of living the best friend dream of experiencing all these things together, right? Do we have a name? The name is Forrest Henry Font. Forrest Font. Forrest Font. I can't say their last name without thinking of like a... A Times New Roman. Yeah, Comic you know? Sans. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Henry Font, Helvetica. That sounds like <laughs> something someone would name their kid in 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was born on Saturday at 4 o'clock p.m., weighing 7 pounds, 10 ounces. And Maddie posted online and she said, after 37 hard hours of labor, finally getting to push, but ending up having an emergency C section anyway. Forrest Henry Font made his debut thanks to the incredible team, blah, blah, blah. It was a really scary experience, but they made it as calm as possible. Forrest is everything we could have ever dreamed of. I like that name. Forrest? Yeah. Because you're really into Forrest Green, too. That's true. Like you're, the actual color. Like Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. having a moment for you, too. Yeah. So, very <laughs> cute for them. I don't know. I would assume they're not touring the rest of this year obviously i would assume she's taking some maternity leave from all of this but congrats to maddie and tay and the pictures are really cute they are up on our facebook page remy and casey
I got to know, this has just been rubbing me the wrong way. What are the most annoying buzzword work terms? 314-699-4766. That's the text line. For me, it has always been and will continue to be as long as people continue to end their emails with thank you in advance. You don't like thank you in advance. Oh, I hate it. Why? Oh, it just it makes it makes my skin crawl because you're assuming that I'm going to do it for you. I like to use thank you in advance because I'm letting you know you are doing this for me. Maybe. Exactly. I'm I'm you're assuming that I'm going to do it. You're also covering yourself for when you don't say thank you later. I don't like that either. So mm. thank you in advance. Just rubs me the wrong. I can't be the only one. I cannot be the only one. Okay. What is it for you? Any, any any like corporate terms for you? I don't like when people start to overuse, and this is in regular life too, the term toxic, when all of a sudden everybody's just got a toxic workplace. Like it's probably just the fact that you don't love your coworkers. And newsflash, none of us really do. You know what I'm Thanks, Kate. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean. I hope I'm or, not toxic. <laughs> no, no. Or nature of the beast. When people are, when they try and cover up something shady or like crappy that happened around the office and they're like, that's just the nature of the beast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is what it is. The beast is radio. You know, it's just the it's beast. the nature of the beast. <laughs> uh, there's some other terms on this list, including new normal. No, I hate when people say that. Um, culture. Yeah. Work, work culture. Your work culture. Yeah. Let's circle back on that one. Uh, yeah, I hate when people say circle back because that means you can't just finish the meeting right then and there. Move the needle. Oh. I tried to get a raise by telling my boss I'm giving 110%, but it didn't move the needle. Ugh. There's another one that always kind of gets me because I don't know. This was I, thinking outside of the box. That was a term or a phrase that was used probably, I don't know, 20 years ago or whatever. And a lot of just think outside the box. You know, here's the box. This is what I would think. So think outside it. Do things different. But yeah, that's another one that rubs me the wrong way now. Yeah, it's all really a bunch of terms that are sugar-coated to sound... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ...nice and maybe empowering, and they're just not. Like, they're yeah. all sugar-coated, but they're all... Manipulative. Manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks in advance. Uh, 314-699-4766. Go ahead and text us what your favorite corporate buzzwords are. Thanks in advance. I don't know why. It just like rubs me the wrong way. I just don't don't use it and don't like it. So I, I don't like emails. I say it all the time. I don't like emails from Casey. Well, I don't email you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> should we start? I feel like we should start changing our signatures on emails to instead of saying thanks in advance, just say what you really mean from it. Like... I'll thank you when I get this. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine. I would I would rather have you be no thanks until completion. <laughs> From the six three six boots on the ground. I don't like that. I don't. I've never heard that. Might need some boots on the ground. Might need some. Uh, oh, like people on the front there? line. Yeah, no, some people all there. hands on deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Faith from Fairview says hate the phrase very high level. Like just say it's important. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, from the 314, we've got a couple here. That's just called company policy or one-on-ones. Mm. 
this person says every single meeting that I could, that could have been an email. I said, yeah, yes, like every meeting true. ever. Uh, performance metrics, role plays, sign someone who just left the most, most toxic corporate workplaces around. Uh, so yeah, the, like you said, toxic is up there as well. There's just so many different corporate buzzwords out there. They ha- they Yeah, they come and go so much and you're saying them at work or you're hearing them so much that they just pass right by, but it gives you a little like twitch in your left eye. Yeah, because you know what they actually mean. Mm-hmm. You know what's actually being said because yeah. they're all manipulative, like you said. 314-699-4766, what is it for you? It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today, we say thanks to Tina Witherby, who was nominated by Kendra Witherby. Kendra is a, I'm sorry, Tina is a bookkeeper at Sparta School District and works her butt off. She worked for for a long time and very hard this summer to get the whole school district free lunch. She is humble and shy and hasn't got the recognition that she deserves for granting all these children free lunches for the whole school year. Free lunches for the whole school year? That is huge. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, here's your request song. It's... Rascal Flats, my wish on 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey on the way out today. Uh, we had a we had a fun show today. I thought it was uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, definitely not the worst worst day of the week. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a Tuesday, but yeah. it went pretty well. Yeah, I feel like Tuesdays get that bad reputation, but uh, yeah, I think it went well. We've got a, a lot coming up this week as well. I know we're going to talk to Tiger Li- Tiger Lily Gold, who's performing at Songs for Soldiers on yes. Friday. So we're very excited about that. Already going to be an awesome show on Friday if you don't have tickets for that 923wil.com and if you missed anything from today's show you can always check that out in the Remy and Casey show podcast we'll see you back here for a Wednesday goodbye find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923wil